This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Now, P.K. Subban, you know, did he improve? Yes. Is it enough? No, not even close. What's going to happen to him, and what has he been saying in his exit interviews? Well, we have a lot to discuss in this episode, so buckle up. I really do like P.K. Subban, but I just don't think it's going to work out if you know what I mean. Your Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 10.48 a.m. Eastern Time, May the 19th, 2021 at the time of this recording. And the New Jersey Devils are still in their offseason. Get used to me saying that because it's going to be a while before we see our boys take the sheet of ice again. But on the bright side, at least we still have NHL playoffs. So if you missed the NHL playoffs uh, yesterday... Here's some updated scores for you. So the Pittsburgh Penguins came out victorious over the New York Islanders by a score of 2-1. to one. Uh, Hunter of Locked On Penguins didn't seem too pleased with the uh, calls last night in terms of uh, how uh, the officials were calling the game against the Pittsburgh Penguins. So you might want to check out Locked On Penguins for that. But I told you guys, I have the Penguins beating the Islanders. And I actually have the Penguins coming out of the East over the Washington Capitals, which is, you know, very funny to say because I know that the Capitals are deep. I know they have a lot of veteran players. I know they have a one-of-a-kind talent in Ovechkin. I know that they have absolutely uh, taken the New Jersey Devils to the laundromat this season, and I know that the Penguins, they've had some shining moments against the Devils, but I think infamously they're just known for, you know, almost blowing like a huge lead against them, albeit they did end up winning, but still, you know, not a pretty game. But still, I still have the Penguins coming out of the Mass Mutual East Division, and then the Lightning came out victorious over the Panthers by a score of three to one I told you guys do not sleep on the reigning champions I have the lightning beating the Panthers and then the Vegas Golden Knights were able to tie the series over the Minnesota Wild by a score of three to one and I have the Vegas Golden Knights advancing over the Minnesota Wild so so far so good my predictions are holding up because like I told you guys I don't think the Islanders are going to make it out of the first round had they been more successful after the trade deadline I would have changed my opinion, and had they not gone off to such a poor uh, finish, I definitely would have changed my opinion. But overall, I have the Penguins beating the Islanders in about five or so games, so I expect the Penguins to win three more games in order for them to come out victorious in this series. And then the Lightning are handling the Panthers right now, and the Vegas Golden Knights were able to tie it over the wild, uh, similar to what the Penguins were able to do over the Islanders. And the series is currently tied between the Capitals and the Bruins. And remember, I have the Capitals being the Bruins because I know uh, despite the success of Taylor Hall and the trade deadline has been for the uh, Boston Bruins, I don't think they're going to beat the Capitals. I, I just firmly don't.
don't believe that. But, you know, I do have to give credit when credit is due. After the trade deadline, they certainly turn things around. Taylor Hall seems like he's a great fit, but I just don't think they can beat the Capitals, especially what has happened to the Boston Bruins throughout this season because they did look a couple steps behind compared to last season. But, you know, like I told you guys, that's my overall opinion. Now, let's talk about the New Jersey Devils. So if you missed uh, yesterday's episode, I basically did the exit meeting interview for Nico Heizer, our captain, and I gave you guys my main takeaways for Nico Heizer. And overall, Nico Heizer has to be one of the unluckiest players in the NHL right now because he had uh, so many things to deal with. He had to deal with a leg injury, he had to deal with COVID, and then he had to deal with a face injury. And it seemed like he could never catch a break, albeit he was named the captain. But that seems like the only silver lining throughout the course of the season that has happened to Nico Heizer. And let's face it, he missed two-thirds of the year. So he only played one-third of the season. And it's hard to do anything when you're missing that significant amount of time. And two of those three injuries, you really can't blame him for it. So obviously the leg injury was probably him. But then, you know, COVID, uh, unfortunately, he was just an unlucky victim. And then for the uh, face incident, wrong place, wrong time, as he got hit in the face with P.K. Subban's shot. And ultimately, I'm just glad that he didn't take an eye out because it looked like it could have been a lot worse. But luckily, he was wearing uh, a face protective shield a little bit. So it, it just missed his eye. So that could have been a lot more serious than it looked. But overall for uh, uh, Nico Heizer, I see why he was named the captain. He seems like he has a full grasp of how to be a leader, but at the same time, trying to develop his own game. He said that he tries to lead by example. So I think that's just his way of saying that uh, I still have a lot to work out in order for me to be a successful player. But I know that as a leader of the team, I also have to take responsibility for all the other players in our organization, whether it's uh, guys who are on the NHL roster, guys who are in and out of the NHL and the AHL, so uh, during the taxi squad, whatever the case might be, it's my responsibility to lead them to victory. And it's a lot of weight for this young player's shoulders, but I think he's up for the task. And overall, I expect Nico Heizer to be our captain for as long as he's with the Devils organization. So this is really exciting. And it's just uh, very interesting. And, you know, barring anything, you know, major happening, whether we get like a long-term player who's been in the league for a while, Nico Heizer will certainly be our captain for years to come. And I'm looking forward to it. So a lot of people have been talking about this. Like we've been talking about, could we potentially get Owen Power? Could we get Luke Hughes? Could we get this, that, and a third? Like, you know, we've been talking a lot about the draft, but this year is actually going to be interesting. And Damon Severson, whose uh, exit interview we'll do tomorrow, has been saying it's going to be an interesting offseason for the New Jersey Devils. And that's something I want you guys to look forward to, which is these off-season uh, discussions that we're going to have. Because, you know, not only do we have to look forward to free agency and possibly making a trade here and there, but also, remember, we have two first-round picks. So we have, like, potentially the number four pick. And then, obviously, from the Islanders trade, we right now it's uh, placed at number 21, and that's courtesy of MyNHLDraft.com. And it was updated on May 17th, so just a couple days ago. So right now, we're projected to actually get Luke Hughes with the fourth overall pick. 
and then uh, uh, then that draft pick from the Islanders is right now at number 21. So let's look forward to uh, this uh, offseason for the New Jersey Devils because it can be very interesting to see what they're going to do. Could they potentially trade that Islanders pick for someone else? I don't know what the case might be, but all I'm just saying is we have a lot to look forward to this offseason. And speaking of the offseason, we need to talk about a player who is rumored to leave once the expansion draft comes around. So while we're on the topic of offseason and the expansion draft, it's time for P.K. Subban's exit interview And as I break it down. So for P.K. Subban, he finished this year with 44 games played, had 5 goals, 14 assists for a grand total of 19 points. So for P.K. Subban, it was very interesting. Similar to Nico Heizer, he was just unlucky. So what do I mean by unlucky? Well, remember guys, he had a couple goals waved off. So remember that game in which Brat was called off sides and P.K. Subban actually scored the game-winning goal and they said nope your player's offside so that goal is waved off or against the Rangers earlier in the year he was actually called offside so Subban was actually offside by just an inch and he actually ended up getting off a great shot from the point area but ultimately it had to be waved off since he was offside by just a little bit so you know ultimately you know that that's some of the unlucky things I'm talking about also he didn't finish off the year his last game played for the New Jersey Devils was April 18th and I told you guys that I think he does actually have COVID because he's out for an extended period of time and then he himself confirmed on his social media that he was in fact uh, riddled with COVID and that he was projected to be out for the rest of the year. Or I made that prediction. I said, if he actually does have COVID, I wouldn't be surprised if the New Jersey Devils just shut him out for the entire year, quite honestly. And lo and behold, I was correct. P.K. Subban did not finish off the year with the New Jersey Devils. So, you know, he missed uh, 12 games uh, this season. And ultimately, you know, uh, he, he improved his points total by one. He had 14 assists, which is respectable for a defensive man. And he did improve just a little bit, but I think we expect just a bit more from P.K. Subban. But, you know, to give you guys some reference, uh, last season he played in 68 games, had 7 goals, 11 assists for a grand total of 18 points. That is his career low, and it's not even close. Well, you know, unless you want to count the 2009-2010 season, which he only appeared in two games, you know, during his quote-unquote rookie season. But ultimately, you know, that's a discussion for another time that we're not going to have on the show. But um, for, for P.K. Subban, we just expected more because uh, in his final season with uh, Nashville, he had 31 points. So he had nine goals, 22 assists for a grand total of 31 points. And then going from that to 18 points is a huge drop-off. And, you know, we saw what his uh, production was like in the power play, which is little to nothing. So, you know, I, I told you guys uh, before the season started, I said that P.K. Subban needed to be more productive in the power play. He needed to be an effective uh, blue line for the New Jersey Devils. And ultimately, it just it just didn't seem to work out. And I wrote a couple articles for the hockey writers saying that P.K. Subban... Sometimes he just looks lost out there. It's like, you know, I'm expecting a little bit more from him. And I I just wasn't getting that. And for one of my articles for the hockey writers, I literally wrote saying that P.K. Subban's struggles made the Devils worse in every possible aspect. And, you know, luckily Ty Smith was there to help him out. But overall for P.K. Subban, you know, uh, like, like, you know, if you look at his... Uh, even strength offenses, even strength defense, shorthanded defense, penalties taken, penalties drawn. You know, he was below the cut line in those categories uh, during the month of February. 
And then uh, if we just look at what he was able to do, you know, above replacement level, it was the power play offense. However, he was doing so barely with a value being rated at 0.1. And again, this was around February uh, 28th when I wrote this and published this article. So, uh, you know, that that's just to give you guys some reference about how um, uh, things were going for P.K. Subban. So have we seen the best of P.K. Subban? Has he officially dropped off? Can we rely on the Seattle Kraken to take him in the expansion draft? I have no clue, but I believe he only has one year left on his contract. So, uh, and he, it's an expensive one. So P.K. Subban isn't really going anywhere anytime soon unless the Seattle Kraken take him. But overall, we're going to break down his exit interview in a second, but it's time for the first live read this morning, and it comes from Locker Room. So this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. And you will have the chance to chat with me as I am on Locker Room. I'll let you guys know when I go live. So go download the free Locker Room app currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NFL, MLB, NHL, whatever group you want to join for the latest league updates. Follow me at Locked On Devils to be notified when my room goes live. And I don't want you to miss any of it. So Locker Room is changing the way how we talk about sports. And the second live read comes from Built Bar. So Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. And they have nine delicious flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors, plus the occasional limited time flavor. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. They have coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. So there's something for everyone. Know what my favorite is? I love anything coconut. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting protein bar ever, but they are also very healthy too. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. A couple of the other flavors have 18 grams of protein, just 180 calories, just 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs, 9 amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today and get that raspberry or mint brownie or whatever you like. The offer is go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your first order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So for PK Subban, we've been talking about like what's been going wrong for him this season. And yes, I just confirmed uh, courtesy of SportTrack that uh, this is going to be hypothetically PK Subban's final year of his eight-year, $72 million contract. So remember, he signed this back in 2014-2015, and by the year 2022, he will be an unrestricted free agent. But obviously, we do want him off this roster sooner rather than later just to clear up some cap space. But obviously, that's not in our control right now. So let's take a look at what P.K. Subban has been saying to the press in regards to what his opinions were this season. He said, I've been feeling good, also has asthma, which complicated COVID. And, you know, I know how difficult that could be when you have asthma. Feels 100% now, was tough not playing at the end. Even when you feel good, you have to follow protocol. So like I told you guys, even though P.K. Subban might have been good to go, I'm sure he had to do the return to play, which is they had to like, you know, do EKGs just to make sure his heart was good. They had to do exercises, you know, just 
slowly but surely it, it gets more intense as the days go by. I think that's called the seven-day return to play. And then Subban said it was difficult being away from the guys and missing the road trip that started in Pittsburgh. Felt really good in workouts at the end of the season, taking the next few days off. Birthday uh, was recently, and he'll restart training earlier than usual this offseason. Well, he does have a lot of work to do, and he might want to call up his buddy Dwayne The Rock Johnson to give him some pointers. But P.K. Subban has definitely been... Uh, you know, working out. We've seen that on his social media. He's not shy about sharing uh, his personal life on social media. And, you know, that's how I get a lot of my news and speculation. And, you know, when I saw the pictures of him out and about enjoying time with family, friends, I don't know, whatever the case might be, uh, and the season was still going on for the New Jersey Devils, I told you guys, he is not returning. He is not coming back. They have shut him down for the rest of the year. And I was correct before they made that official announcement. I said that P.K. Subban might have played his final game for the New Jersey Devils. And ultimately, you know, I I, I, I expect more from him. Like I told you guys, like uh, some of his stats, advanced analytics uh, above replacement level was the power play offense, but he was only treading water in that respective category. Obviously, I'm going to do more research and get the statistics so that way I can update you guys to prove my point even more. But when I was writing that article for the Hockey Writers, I was just trying to provide you guys a point saying that, you know, P.K. Subban, his numbers weren't above replacement level. So, you know, it went, it goes to show you like how he was doing defensively and offensively for the New Jersey Devils because sometimes stats can be misleading because like I told you guys, in terms of his assists last year, I felt like he did a great job of passing the puck and setting up opportunities for his teammates but obviously it didn't translate in the assist category he's improved this season but you know ultimately you know I, I, I don't know what to think of it maybe he could have gotten more had uh, he played in those 12 extra games but I don't know we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens but for PK Subban we'll, we'll see what happens when the expansion draft uh, comes around I don't expect the Devils to rescue him in that case so Subban said he felt more comfortable this season was a better fit for him chemistry was better this season he was able to get into a groove and he's really looking forward to next year well you know um uh, I'll admit his stats were better and ultimately he wasn't as big of a disappointment as he was last season but you know when you set the bar really low it doesn't really take that much to improve and I'm just saying like you know the old saying like when you hit rock bottom no place to go but up just that, that that's all I'm saying so it's like I don't think he could have gotten any worse but Ultimately, yeah, did he improve? Yes, and I, I like that he says that the chemistry was indeed better because usually you don't hear that too often when there's a lot of changes in the organization. I know P.K. Subban had to endure, you know, getting new coaches, new players, them cleaning house. I think he had some drama with Taylor Hall in regards to how uh, dedicated P.K. Subban was to the game of hockey and not just his brand. Obviously, there was changes in the front office. There was a lot of moving pieces for the New Jersey Devils. So ultimately, I'm liking that some of these players are saying that chemistry is not an issue for this Devils organization. And uh, I think that's something we should look forward to next season. Hopefully, uh, everything does improve. And before uh, we continue, I actually need to give you guys the third and final live read this morning. And it comes from betonline.ag. So I bet the New Jersey Devils 
will do better next season. So bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, no pun intended. And the Detroit Tigers just recently threw a no-hitter against the Seattle Mariners. I bet none of you bet that could happen because the Tigers are really bad. But you know what? If you are a betting person, go to betonline.ag. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC, MMA action. Remember to gamble responsibly. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news and sign-up bonuses and contest information. Don't stay on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. And obviously the NHL and the NBA playoffs are in full swing and uh, the Devils are watching from home. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And remember to visit our friends at LOCKEDONBETS as they give you guys their latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs as well. Now, back to the topic of P.K. Subban. Let's see what else he has said in his exit interview. So he said he would like to see his family unsure when that will happen. Obviously, uh, Subban, like a lot of hockey players, are from Canada. And due to restrictions during the course of the NHL season, he wasn't able to see his family. So I can understand how that can be mentally be straining. So he is taking one step at a time regarding entering last year of contract. Still doesn't think uh, New Jersey has seen the best version of himself. Well, if New Jersey hasn't seen the best version of yourself yet, I don't know if we ever will, PK, if I'm being completely honest. Like, it's so hard to think that we're here we are. We're talking about a former Norris Trophy winner, and we are just questioning his future. A lot of teams should be lining up to have someone like PK Subban with his uh, on uh, the ice impact during his past years with the Canadians and his early years with the uh, Predators. And then obviously what P.K. Subban does off the rink. Obviously, he's up for the King Clancy Trophy for his uh, notoriety and goodwill and what he's been doing for the community around the hockey world. And obviously, it's just like, you know, people should be lining up for P.K. Subban. We shouldn't be viewing him as a burden. We should be viewing him as a blessing. But ultimately, his style of play, I I, I don't know. It, it just seems like it doesn't really work because I gave you guys... Uh, a, a full-blown analysis before the course of the season about how P.K. Subban needs to improve and how he needs to get deeper into the zone in order for uh, his shots to you know translate to goals. And ultimately, I said, keep passing the puck. So he's improved, like, you know, passing the puck because, you know, his assist numbers go up just a little bit and less games played. But ultimately, you know, I don't know. P.K. Subban seemed to make us worse in every possible aspect. And, you know, that's not based on my word. That's based on the statistics that I read to you guys, you know, during the late course of February. And that's more than, like, what, two-thirds into the season, ultimately? So, you know, and because, you know, let, let's face it, he only played 44 games this season. So, you know, I, I'm just trying to give you guys uh, a basic round guesstimate number. Like, math is not my best subject, let's just say. So, Ultimately, for P.K. Subban, um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what the future holds for him in New Jersey. If New Jersey hasn't seen the best of you already, I don't know if we ever will. This season was to show us your best version because, you know, you're on the trading blocks, man. Like, you know, we, we're trying to get rid of you. If, if I'm being completely honest with you, I don't want to get rid of you. I really like P.K. Subban. I like uh, what he was able to do in the past. I like what he brings to a roster. And I feel like he's sort of like Taylor Hall, which is like, you know, I feel like he could tr- contribute under the right system and the right players around him. But ultimately, I don't know if he fits in uh, this system of the New Jersey Devils because we're trying to go young. We're trying to have them running and gunning. I just don't think he fits, um, 
you know, on paper, he fits Ruff's system in terms of, like, Ruff being an old-school, hard-nosed kind of guy because we've seen what he has said to the media. We've seen how he approaches certain games. But ultimately, for P.K. Subban, it's just like... I don't, I don't know. I, I, I just don't know if he um, uh, fits with this system because it seems like Ruff has become more adaptable having to coach young guys. And I'm seeing the young guys improve, but I'm not seeing P.K. Subban really improve. Uh, maybe a little bit, but not enough. You know, that's all I'm saying. So he said it's been tough with COVID to stay groomed. Uh, yeah, the pretty boy kind of thing because P.K. Subban is just like very egotistical. Well, you know what? A- any hockey player is. I- have you met hockey players? So he knows he just got a cleanup on his hair. <laughs> he grew out his hair this year and s- says women like it. Oh, man, what happened to him and Lindsey Vaughn? Did P.K. Subban cheat? Like, that that's all I want to ask. Like, did, did, did Lindsey Vaughn, if you're listening to this episode, which I know will never, ever, ever, ever happen, but did he cheat on you? If so, hit me up on Twitter. That's all I'm saying. And he's going to keep it started uh, w- with uh, not being able to get a barber because of COVID. Well, you know, I know how difficult that could be because, you know, I, I, I remember being in quarantine. And I'm like, first thing I do when I'm out of quarantine is I need a haircut desperately. So, you know, for P.K. Subban, um, I, I know he still has a lot left in the tank, but I just don't think New Jersey is the best fit for him. I, I, I said his only hope was that the Devils get Laviolette. Because remember, Laviolette was a free agent coach and the Devils were in search of a coach. And then ultimately we went with Lindy Ruff. I feel like if Lavi was still, um, you know, on the market and the Devils had gotten him, I feel like he would have been the only hope for P.K. Subban. And also remember what uh, Laviolette was able to do with the Flyers and Bravoski. I felt like uh, Laviolette could have helped both the veteran players uh, show that they have a lot left in the tank, especially P.K. Subban, and also develop our young guys because that's what I was looking at for Laviolette and his track history. But ultimately, Lindy Ruff has been doing a decent job. I just wish he would get more out of the veteran players, if you know what I mean, because I thought it would be the opposite in which he gets stuff out of the veteran players, but not the young guys. But ultimately, uh, you know, that that that's uh, what's been going on for New Jersey this season. And, um, you know, I, I, I think Laviolette was uh, P.K. Subban's only hope to do really well and have respectable numbers in New Jersey. But Ultimately, he's gone. Has P.K. Subban improved? Yes, but I just don't think it's enough, if you know what I mean. Because, like, yes, he improved a little bit in less games played, but ultimately he improved by one point. And, you know, let's let's face it, if he played in those 12 extra games, is his points total going higher? And also, we looked at the advanced analytics, and we've seen that P.K. Subban, you know, when he shoots a puck from the top of the zone, it either gets redirected or it gets blocked. It, it gets clogged in traffic. So, Ultimately, for P.K. Subban, you know, what, what What else do we expect out of him? Like, if I'm being completely honest. So, I really do like P.K. Subban. I like what he brings to a roster. But ultimately, I just don't think he's going to be the answer for the New Jersey Devils going forward. And you know what? I think you guys can agree with me. But let me know what you guys think on Locked on Devils. That's about all the time I have for you guys today. Thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Go Devils. And ultimately, for P.K. Subban... I don't know, man. We'll see what happens, but uh, I want to see him back. Maybe give him one more chance, but then again, he'll only have one more chance as this is going to be his final year of his long, 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 long and lucrative uh, contract that he originally signed with the Montreal Canadiens. But, you know, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, I want to see him succeed. But anyway, I'll catch you guys in the next episode tomorrow.